Sunday Skate. WEI, DJ Bean, Pete Blackburn, Matt Loper behind the glass. We see the calls, 617-779-7937. Jimmy, we promise we'll get to you very shortly. But uh, joining us now on the AT&T Expert Hotline from Toronto, it's Steve Conroy, the Boston Herald. Hello, Steve. Steve? Yes. Sorry about that. I'm not good at pressing any buttons. I, I often just don't press them. So, uh, hello. How's Toronto? Uh, Toronto is fine. Well, happy very, Easter. Very nice, actually. Nice. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter, Pete. Hey, thank you. Um, what were you thinking after one period last night? I was thinking they just don't want to make the playoffs. <laughs> they were awful. That was the worst period they had, they had played in you know, including all the, the entire five-game losing streak, uh, they could not connect on a pass. They were they were second on every puck. Um, I mean, Toronto was was completely taking it to them. I mean, shots were only eleven and nine, but I mean, uh, the Bruins never had the puck the whole period. I was going to say, uh, I probably discuss advanced stats with you more than anybody else, and like whether or not they're valid. Last night was a case in which advanced stats failed the game because after the first period, Corsi and all those things should have said that the Bruins didn't even participate. And they were the, as you said, the, the shots on goal were 11 to nine. Like if you were to look at the box score, you wouldn't understand just how dominated the Bruins were in the first period last night. No, uh, no. And in, and they were, the Bruins were just laying down, and, and they talked about being uh, <clears throat> a little little tight because of the situation they're in, and uh, that that might have been the case. But it, you know, from the from the naked eye, it it, it looked like they were just uh, they saw that Detroit had, had won in the afternoon. They said, "Okay, the pressure's off." Right, we get to lose. Um, yeah. I'm wondering uh, what were your bigger takeaways from this recent five-game losing streak? Because the way I look at it, really, is it was a two-game losing streak. They All those games in California, you're supposed to lose. And you'd like to get some points out of it, but I wasn't shocked they got no points out of it. Uh, I looked more recently at the last two. But overall, uh, what were some of the bigger concerns you took out from the way the team was playing? Uh, that that frustration was mounting. Um <clears throat> You know, they they had the goal taken away in um, in New York. Uh, well, they never it was never granted right. uh, the goal in New York, um, and that probably should have been a goal. Um, <clears throat> they, and then the Rangers come right back and, and score another goal against them. And basically, the exact same thing happened in uh, in the Florida game, and they had no pushback. And they, it looked like they, they were just, you know, the frustrations were mounting and they were beginning to, you know, question themselves. And that's always, you know, the start of a, a downward trend. But does that does that speak to the mentality of this team? Because a lot of the times you when that happens, you want to see a team get pissed off and come back and, and play, you know, and stick it to them. But this team exactly. just seems to kind of lay down. Yeah, well, well in those two instances, they, they certainly did, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, I felt – I think the difference uh, in this team from last year's team is that they, they have shown a little bit of fight in, in those situations. Um, you know, I, I look at that, that game uh, in February, I believe it was, uh, that Sunday afternoon game against Detroit where they played lousy. 
and they had three, uh, you know, three goals. Yeah, the one without Bergeron. Yeah, they all three three goal calls go against them, and they still fought to the end. Uh, and I think they they have a little bit, you know, a little bit more of that this year but in those two games that they really didn't have it and and that was the most concerning part do you think that's that's a a Claude thing or because I mean if they fall out of it Claude will be the scapegoat uh I don't think at least that the Jacobs family will will bounce Cam Neely or Don Sweeney this early on in their kind of reign but do you think that's a, a Claude problem do you think it's a personnel problem because Neely and Krug have both come out recently and said oh well this team likes each other a lot more than last year and it's like well they're they, they don't have a lot of the issues that last year's team had but so so what's the excuse then you know i i, I don't have the answer to that um you know the <laughs> during that the, the the losing streak there you know some of their best players were you know were not performing um and that first period last night even the Bergeron line was terrible you know they they would chase and very rarely do you see that line go through a whole period without when they don't control a single shift Hmm. um so it was it was kind of mind-boggling what do you think uh the Jacobs family would do if the Bruins were to miss the playoffs for a second straight season uh, yep. You know, I would probably, probably guess that they, you know, they, they look for another coach at some point. Um, they, you know, w- will they find a better coach than Claude? Uh, probably not, but you know, they probably look for new blood. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the way I lean. I think that, and I don't know if you agree, I think it's the wrong move. It's not a smart move, but something will have to happen. And like I said before, I can't imagine they would move on from Neely or Sweeney uh, right after they've they've given the keys to them, even if the the results are are bad so far. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering some of these recent games. I mean, we saw Tampa on on thir- or I'm sorry, Florida on Thursday. As you look at these potential matchups now, I mean, the way I used to see it was try to p- set it up so you can play Detroit. Try to set it up so you can play Florida. With the way the Bruins have gone of late. <clears throat> Overall, are there any matchups that you still like for the Bruins, or are maybe all of them tough outs? Uh, they all they all are, no question about it. Um, you know, Florida is getting tougher. Uh, I think they're they're definitely the team on the rise right now in the conference. Um, you know, I really like a lot of their young players. Um, they'd be they'd be a very tough uh, tough opponent, but. Would you rather see them play Tampa? Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh, but, yeah, there's, there's no team right now, unless they, they were perhaps playing Detroit, that, and that, that's not going to happen, that I would, I would favor the Bruins right now or, or favor them by a large amount. All right, I'm going to be a hypocrite here because I used, to get, I used to lose my mind when everyone would say, oh, the Bruins are in cap jail because they're overpaying Gregory Campbell and all that stuff. And I always say that... It, if you're complaining about the bottom of the roster, then then you're an idiot. So I'm going to be an idiot right now. Uh, the Jimmy Hayes, Brett Conley, uh, Landon Ferraro situation. Uh, who do you feel should be in? Who do you feel should be out? Do you think it should be something of a rotation there? Do you think that Frank Vetrano should be in at all costs? Uh, the way I see it, and I was, I was just saying this to Pete, I don't think that Jimmy Hayes is such a bad player that he shouldn't be in an NHL lineup. But I think that right now he's a fringe guy in the lineup that should probably be sitting. 
Yeah, he's struggling. I, I thought he actually played one of his better games last night, um, but he, he's, he's, he's struggling right now, obviously. Um, who should be in the lineup? Uh, why not Tyler Randall? <laughs> he's going to score every time he touches the puck. I mean, he only touches the puck every three games that he plays, but... I mean, it's not like it, it's not like he kills you when 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 he plays. It's not right. Like, you know, he's you know missed missed the trick or treat. I you know I, I wouldn't mind going with him for for a little bit. Yeah, I think the the only one of those guys that you can't take out of the lineup right now is Vertrano. Oh, I'd yeah, also say yeah, Ferraro. I, I wouldn't. What Ferraro? I also like Ferraro in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's not great when he's playing on the left side. Yeah. Uh, as you saw, I saw last night. You know, <laughs> if there was a left shot on, on that play where where there was an open net, you know, there's a goal there. If mm. you, you remember the play where there's a there's a rebound that came right out to him. Yeah, yeah yes, he, yes. He was a right shot, and he just couldn't get around on it. Yeah, probably that that line's best best chance of the night. Yeah, I mean the way the way I look at it with Hayes is I think that, and we just said this with a caller, there was something of a misunderstanding when they bring in a guy with 19 goals and. I mean, Hayes brings a lot of things to the table. Uh, scoring goals consistently isn't one of them. When, when you score the way that he does in front of the net, you can very easily finish in the low 20s or the, or the low teens. Um, do you think that Hayes is maybe a victim of, of uh, expectations? Um, I don't know. You know, he's, he's, he goes he goes too long without scoring. Uh, you know, he, I think he works hard to uh, – you know, he just has trouble getting to certain spots. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe the expectations were too high for some people, but I, you know, I didn't have you know that high of an expectation for him. Um, but uh, you know, he's just struggling right now. All right, over the next uh, week, the Red Wings will make up their game in hand. They've got Buffalo at Montreal, uh, Minnesota at home, I believe and then also Toronto. Bruins have a sneaky hard game Tuesday against the Devils, and then they have the the uh, Blues. Against David Putty, huh? What's that? Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Last they've year got the, the Blues. Hamburglar this year, it's David Putty. What's that? Last year was the Hamburglar this year, it's David Putty. Right, exactly. Um, things could look very different for the Bruins a week from now, and they'll have three games remaining. Where do you think they'll stand after all this? Uh, do you look at at Tuesday as a must-win, especially considering that they could come out of that uh, they could come out of that uh, St. Louis Chicago trip in pretty rough shape? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Tuesday's a win. Uh, you, you know, Chicago. Who, who knows if, if they you know the right if they write the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, by by Sunday, you know, they usually go through this funk in in March. Yeah. Um, um, St. Louis, you know, they they look dominant right now, so you know you don't you don't expect uh, much out of that game. Um, so yes, Tuesday is a uh, is a must win game. All right. While I'm doing predictions, this will be the last one. Uh, do the Bruins make the playoffs? Are they in the Atlantic Division, or do they finish with that second wild card? Because really, the, the first wild card really isn't up for grabs right now. It's either it's either three or eight. Um, I say that they are the third Atlantic Division team. Yeah, well, they they better hope so. They're they're screwed if they aren't because the Capitals <laughs> will run them over in the first round. Uh, all right, Steve Conroy, the Boston Herald. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, DJ. Thanks, Pete. We'll see you.
Happy Easter, Steve. Have a good one. Steve Conroy is the best. He's on the the growing list of people who I realize every week haven't been on Sunday Skate yet. So um, not anymore. Not anymore. Crossed him off the list. All right, uh, we uh, Steve and Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's been waiting a while. We'll get to you as well, Steve. Uh, we're going to hit our last break here on Sunday Skate. If you want to squeeze in a quick thought, 617-779-7937.